0: Now, here is your host. What's up, everybody? Jensen Cummings here. Thank you, as always, for tuning in. Today is Best Served Podcast 380. And we are talking restaurant opening order of operations, a.k.a. R04. This is a big one, right? Talking about opening new restaurants time and time and time again. So much of... Me giving advice, much of that advice comes from all of the mistakes that I made as the chef, the chef owner, the owner of restaurants. So this was really important because we have order of operations over a restaurant all fucked up. And I know this because, again, I had it all backwards. I did not understand all of the steps that it really takes to open a restaurant. So I want to break it down a little bit. You're going to see a whole bunch of content around this topic. And uh, definitely into the comments, make sure and check out the article that uh, Andrew Parr is pulling together about, again, same topic, restaurant opening order of operations. That's going to get into this a little bit deeper. I want to just give you a super quick, super high level just to get the old noggin thinking about the things, again, that we do not think about when it comes to opening a restaurant even if we've opened a restaurant been a part of opening teams when it's you on the line and you're the one all of a sudden we start to like second guess the decision that we made we forget about all the steps that it takes because we've gotten our head kicked in at so many restaurants for such a long time all right all of this is born out of something that we call countdown to launch countdown to launch is Over 800 steps to opening a new restaurant, and that can be even more nuanced depending on what your concept is, and we break that down into six different phases. That's what I'm going to talk about today. I'm going to give you little tidbits of of what happens in each of the six phases, and I want to talk first real quick about the steps that usually happen in opening a restaurant. At least that's how it happened for me. I have an idea, a concept you scribble it down on the proverbial napkin right this great idea this thing that is born out of your personal journey your family history your culture all of the restaurants that you worked on what's super hype in your market at the time that the opportunity presents itself and we scribble that down and then we say okay well let me let me write a couple dishes let me come up with a, a a little bit of a menu concept okay these are good places to start then we all of a sudden are like, let me think of a name for it because that's gonna help like really define what it is. And then, hell, well, this is just me. I, I went and like looked at logos. I'm like, what would be a cool logo for this? Cause I wanted to visualize it. And then I maybe spent maybe an hour, hour and a half, like being like, well, what does it take? Like permits and licenses. Didn't really find anything. I was like, fuck it, I'll figure that out later. Somebody else will know about that. And then I was like, you know what? It's time for real estate, right? Because the space is. It's the, it's the embodiment. It is the physical manifestation of all your dreams and everything you've been imagined, everything that you've been working towards in the space. And when you start looking at real estate, this is just completely wrong. I, I think I'm on step six right now. This is step like 112 in the reality of all the things that you need to do before you get into the space. yet it, it's our dream, and we get very convoluted. When we're dealing with our dream, So it's like, take a beat and think about all the steps. I get hit up a lot saying, I just signed a lease. What do I do next? I say, oh, no, that's not the question to ask. My question is, what have you done to this point? And if it's those five or six, 10 things, it's not enough. There's so many steps that that come before signing a lease, especially to signing a lease. And do we ever underestimate that legal documents and the hole that that can put you into. So a lot more to come on that, but let's break down some of these, these six phases. So you can kind of understand them. I'm going to tell you a couple of the highlights, the, the big ticket items underneath each of those. And then again, check out the full article. You'll learn a lot more about all of this and we'll do some more extension pieces. Corey will be cutting up some stuff. We'll do some TikTok videos. We want to get as much thinking information into the system as possible. All right phase number one, develop your brand. We don't do enough of this. We don't think of brand. We think it's food. It's a restaurant. We know this. We're going to just put it out into the world. You have to spend time, especially starting with what I call MVA, your mission, your values, your about that story that I mentioned coming from your culture, your family history, your work history, you know, what you vibe with the opportunity. You have to tell that story and we glaze over that and we need to make sure that everybody starting with you and everybody that interacts with your eventual restaurant your concept understands the mission. Right, you have to get that one team one mission mentality and that we struggle with that a lot because we think restaurants are monolithic. Make sure that you really understand your brand fully all right and there's so many phases to that branding isn't just a logo it is so much more than just a logo your brand your core message all of these things we overlook them i did didn't understand it you have to spend time in that phase for sure all right phase number two call this the business model Again, because you've worked in a fucking restaurant doesn't mean you have inner understanding of what the business model that you're creating is. There is so many layers that you need to understand. You need to understand the capitalization of this project. You're going to hear this from me every single time. When people ask me how much money do I need, the answer is you need more money. It always takes longer, it's harder, it costs more money. So you need to really understand the business model because the nuance of that is gonna change the economics for your business significantly. So understand the business model. What's the difference if you're gonna be full service, hybrid service, fast casual? What does it mean if you're at $10 per person, $12 a person? What does it mean if your items have a 28% margin versus a 32% margin? All of these are gonna have an impact downstream on the business model itself. We don't spend enough time with that. What's the workplace model that you're creating? This is a major struggle for restaurants right now. You have to develop what we call workplaces worth working. You have to invest in your most valuable asset, your people. And in the business model phase, you start to define and understand that. And if you were investing in people, not just going, I'm going to pay them a little bit more money, $18 an hour, even though I don't think they deserve it. You have to invest in wages, benefits, culture, education. And at the end of that investment, it spits out an expectation. The old algorithm sits out an expectation of how likely are you to attract and retain talent. And too many restaurants are not understanding that equation because they don't understand their business model. All right. Then we get into the selection process. A, here in the selection process, you start to, to select the space vendors technology you start to amass the foundation of all the tools resources expertise this is where i want to start to like get my lawyer on board we don't want to spend money on lawyers because we're fucking cheap but you had better spend the money to make sure before you even get into the letter of intent phase know that what an loi is You need to have a lawyer involved. It'll be one of the best relationships that you have. You need to have that CPA involved. You need to understand the numbers. You select that team to make sure that you have that foundation to build on the business model or to help you take a second to audit the business model. Aces in their places, get experts. You are not an expert on 90% of the things that it takes to run your business. I learned that the hard way. I thought I was smart enough to figure all this shit out for myself. I am not, I was not, and you are not either. Find the resources and the people around you and connected to your industry, your market, your segment, get the help that you need. Selection process, select all of those players. Then you build it. Then you start to really build this. Now you've laid the foundation. Now you're building on top of that. Now you're actually building out the physical space you better understand what it's going to cost for that you better understand the timelines for that your restaurant will not open on time i want to i want to say that your restaurant will not open on time it will not happen so what does that mean for the way that you're managing timeline cost and energy honestly the emotional roller coaster you're about to go through you want to make sure that you're in a position to do that so when you build it really really understand what that means you need to make sure that you have Those experts, again, that you selected helping you through that process, guiding that process along. We are incredibly impatient in this industry and in the build it phase, which is a long phase, it plays out and we start to make mistakes because we start to get anxious. We start to get impatient. We want that food in the window right now and it takes time in this phase for sure so really really make sure you understand the build it phase the costs associated with that you're building all of your documentation all of your recipes at this time all right phase number five you get into the stretch run you're getting to the playoffs you're getting down to it the stretch run is so important this to me is about about 90 days from opening usually is when i'm imagining this you really need to like tighten it up you need to look back at everything you've created this far really take stock and inventory in this phase you start doing menu testing and tastings you start going public this is actually when you'll start to put what we call the first six out you're going to put some you're going to seed your social media a little bit you're going to make sure you have that foundation you're going to start some engagement on social media you're going to start having conversations with people on the pr side on event side on collaboration side and you might launch your business within the business at this point, if you've done a good job on the business model side, on the selection process side, every business needs to have a business within the business. Start popping up uh, at events, farmers markets, selling your pickles. You are going to want to build brands and revenue before you even open the brick and mortar. And people are like, I don't have time for that. I'm you know, working on the restaurant. We're opening in two months. You're not opening in two months. You're opening in four and a half months right so what does that mean for the financial impact so really understand that stretch run and business within the business you're going to hear me talking about that a lot more cpg big opportunity talk about that a lot more the final countdown the last kind of 30 days the last four to six weeks it is training it is inspections it is ordering and receiving it is setup. it is chaos you have got to have all these other steps because this is when Th- again and again and again, you're going to hit with more and more and more little unexpected things that take time, that take effort, that take money, and you're going to have to be really prepared because you have a strong foundation through all other five phases so that you can manage the final countdown. And again, I will tell you, the emotional state that you're in in the final countdown is fucking overwhelming. You ha- you have got to have a good infrastructure of people around you as well, support. Hell, be in therapy before you need therapy because when you end up opening a restaurant, you're going to need it. So make sure that you have the emotional, the financial, the physical support that you need to get through this. And the final countdown is so rewarding and challenging. When you finally get to open your restaurant, it almost feels like you've gotten to the finish line. The reality is you're just at the starting gate and this is now your opportunity. So make sure that you're ready to get out there tell that story, bring your community into those four walls, expand your own four walls to include all of that community because if you just focus on what's on the plate and not who gets at the plate and how it got to that plate, you're self-commoditizing your product, you're self-commoditizing your story and go all the way back to phase 1. Months and months, maybe year, maybe year and a half, two years ago, you wrote down these words that you didn't quite understand. They had better be that North Star. in this moment, when you're finally to that point and you're completely out of money and completely out of your mind and completely exhausted, it's going to be that mission. Like for me, to amplify the worth and work of those who feed their community. I say that to myself every single day because that's what keeps you going. So make sure you go all the way back to phase one of understanding your brand, your message, and you might have a chance. That's it. Again, check out the article, check out all the content. Best Served Podcast 380, Restaurant Opening Order of Operations, AKA R-O-4. Know it, understand it. We got your back. That's it. Go get them. Cheers. Thanks for listening to the Best Served Podcast. Subscribe to our show and connect with us on social media at best served podcast tune in next week to discover more unsung hospitality heroes